This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Goodbye baseball, a walk-off. Winner for Mitch Hattiger. Swing, line, drive. This game is over. Goodbye baseball. Mitch Hattiger ties it up here in the bottom of the ninth inning. James Paxton has just thrown a no-hitter. The big lefty is getting mobbed out of the Now, mound. here's your host, Gary Hill. All right. Welcome back, Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Thanks for being here. As the Mariners win last night, a thriller against the Houston Astros. After sweeping Houston in Houston four games, Mariners win last night over the Astros in game one of a very big three-game series. So things have gotten very interesting in the West. The A's won last night. Mariners beat the Astros. So right now the Astros and A's are tied at the top of the division. And tied for the second wild card. So both teams in playoff slots. So that means the Mariners now at 72 and 54 are three and a half back of both the A's and the Astros. Tonight's game is going to be very interesting as well. For the first time this season, Houston will go to a starter outside their original starting five. With McCullers on the DL, they haven't had to go to a fifth with him on the DL, but now they're in a spot where they have to, and it's going to be essentially a bullpen day, which means yesterday's win, even more important, how it unfolded, because the Mariners able to chase Garrett Cole, who pitched five. The Astros had to go to Colin McHugh for 36 pitches in the ballgame, who you would assume they would have liked to have used tonight for a little length out of the bullpen. So kind of a double win for the Mariners when you look at it like that. As the M's get the win, 7-4, to four, the final score over Houston. Felix Hernandez was, I think, better than his final line would indicate. Six innings, five hits, four runs earned, two walks, six strikeouts. He retired 12 of the last 13 hitters he saw after the Mariners and uh, Felix allowed three runs in the third inning. He did not allow a run the rest of the way. Neither did the Mariners. The bullpen combined to go three scoreless, hitless, walkless innings between Warren Colomay and Edwin Diaz. But table was set by Felix Hernandez settling into that groove that allowed the comeback for the Mariners. Also along the way, Felix, a little bit of history. The 0-2 on the way, runner goes, swing, and a miss for strike three. Six strikeouts for Felix Hernandez tonight. That's it for the Astros in the fifth. Career strikeout number 2,400. And 49, and Felix ties and then moves by Andy Pettit on the all-time strikeout list. He is 40th all-time, all by himself. The announcement is made on Mariners' vision. Felix with a tip of the cap to the crowd. A standing ovation for Felix 
as he makes his way to the Mariners first base dugout. Congratulations to Felix Hernandez with 2,449 career strikeouts now 40th all time in Major League history all by himself. And he's closing in on some big names as well. We've talked about some of the names he has passed this year including Dennis Eckersley and Sandy Koufax to name just a couple. Some Hall of Famers along the way as well. Juan Marshall. He is staring up at Jack Morris, Hall of Famer. Uh, Don Drysdale's right there in his range. Jim Cott. Mark Langston, the former Mariner, there as well, who's 37th on the list. So some very interesting names just ahead of Felix Hernandez. But more importantly for last night, gave the Mariners a chance to win by pitching very, very well. Mariners were able to tie it. In the sixth inning, Mitch Hanniger, who continues to sizzle, came up with a big hit. The 1-1. Swung on, line drive up the middle, through for a base hit past the lunging Correa, and this one is tied. Ben Gamble comes home to score. Mitch Hanniger coming through with two outs here in the sixth inning. Drives home his 79th run of the year. This one is knotted at four apiece in the sixth inning. Big hit there by Mitch Hanniger, who had another stellar offensive night for the Mariners at the top of the order. How about two for four? A couple of runs scored, an RBI, a walk. He continues to be excellent in that spot. Ben Gamble, in his return, had a couple of hits. He scored a couple of runs as well. He was very good. And you just can't say enough about Robinson Cano. Three hits, three RBIs, a couple of runs scored. And he had the big blast in the ball game. It happened in the eighth inning against Colin McHugh, who has been outstanding this year. He came in with an ERA just above one. McHugh had not allowed more than one run in any outing this year. And Robinson Cano able to take him yard and give the Mariners a three-run lead. And the 1-0 pitch on the way to Robbie. Swing and a drive into left center field. Kept to the one. He tracked to the wall. Goodbye baseball. Robbie Cano with a three-run home run into the Mariners' bullpen. Holy smokes. And the Mariners take the lead. 7-4 over the Astros. Here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And everybody on their feet. Robbie Cano, his defining hit. With his return in game number six, Robbie with high fives back to the dugout, a hip bump from Nelson Cruz, and the Mariners lead it 7-4. to four. Goodbye baseball, home run number five for Robbie Cano this year, and it is a beauty. And that was set the table for Edwin Diaz. We talked about Felix making a little bit of history, but how about Edwin Diaz doing the same? The 0-1 pitch to Gaddis. Swing and a one-hopper to short. Taken by Segura. Throws the first. Ball game is over. The Mariners win it 7-4. Sugar with a save. How sweet it is. Edwin Diaz with his 48th save of the season has just tied the Mariners club record. Fernando Rodney with 48 saves back in the 2014 season. Eddie has tied it with his 48th save, and it's only August the 20th. I mean, that is remarkable. I think there's a good chance he's going to break the record. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. as He's just a couple away from 50, 
and he'd love to get one or two more in this series. That's for sure as the Mariners take game one. This was a great ball game. Denard Spann after the game, he was outstanding as well. It should not be overlooked what Spann did in this ball game. Sacrifice fly early, drew a walk, a real key walk, just pro plate appearances during this game as he goes one for three with an RBI. Here's what Spann said after the game. All right, guys, I'm down here with Denard Spann, and Denard, this is like a very good team win. You saw the pitching, you saw the defense. And above all, and you were a huge part of it, you saw great at-bats tonight. Getting Cole out of there after five innings, key for this. Yeah, like you said, uh, just all-around great team win. Uh, started off with Felix. You know, he pitched really good, gave us opportunity um, to stay in the game, and um, followed by the offense. We, like you said, we, you know, we all had good team at-bats, and, and uh, you know, we, we took what, um, what Houston gave us and saw the big swing at the end with, uh, with, with Robbie, so... Just a fun all-around game. What was that like to be a part, to be in the in the dugout and to see Robbie take that and hear the acknowledgement in the crowd here? That's awesome, man. You know, he's been through a lot this, this year, and um, we knew that uh, once we got him back that, um, you know, he would do what he does, what he's done his, his whole career, and um, just a big-time player making big-time plays. Robbie Cano. They've moved you around the lineup quite a bit, and I think there's a lot of confidence in the at-bat that you're going to give and doing the right thing. And we saw it from the get-go. First inning, you need to get a run across early, sacrifice fly there. What are you looking for when you step up to the bat in that situation? I'm just trying to trying to get the ball out of the infield, um, preferably a base hit, but, um, you know, just do what I did, hit a fly ball somewhere and score a run and, and um, you know, at least give us the lead and, and uh, you know, continue to take the momentum. See, the wheels are good with Canal oh, yeah. there. He's able to outrun the Gatorade. Yeah, that was awesome, man. You see, you see, he still got it. He still has his first step quickness. Good to know. You have the first step quickness, too. Ball in the air in the seventh inning. I wasn't sure you were going to get there, and then it looked like you almost had time to spare. Yeah, I mean, I think you and I both didn't think that I was going to get there. I wasn't sure I was going to get there either. Um, at first, I thought I was going to have to dive, and, you know, I was able to kick it into that gear. You know, even my old age, I, you know, I still have that extra gear when I need it, and, uh, I was able to, uh, you know, close on it and, and make a good play for, for uh, Alex. Lastly, what can you say of the turnaround over the weekend? I mean, a tough weekend series. Houston comes in. They're a tough team right there and saw a different ball game today. Yeah, I mean, well, we can only, you know, it's cliche, but we can only control what we can control. Um, tough series in, uh, against L.A., but, um, you know, we're playing Houston. We're playing teams in our division these next couple weeks, and um, we still control our destiny. It's a lot of fun to watch tonight. Thank you, Denard. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you think about it in those terms. You look at this homestand, and they're playing the Astros and the Dodgers back-to-back, the two representatives of the World Series last year, and you knew it wouldn't be easy as the Mariners fall two games to one to the Dodgers in that series, but now bounce back with a big win last night against the Houston Astros, and they want to keep that going tonight. First, let's hear from Scott Service. His thoughts on the win last night. You missed a good finish. That's what I hear. <laughs> no, I got to see plenty of it. Uh, yeah, really swung the bats well tonight. I, I thought that was the best uh, offensive uh, game we've had at home in quite some time. You know, we swung the bats pretty good last time we were in Houston. But uh, you know, up and down the lineup tonight, I thought the quality of bats are great. I mean, we got. You know, Cole is one of the best, better right-handers in the league out of there, 100 pitches after five innings, you know, and it's just a combination of a lot of guys grinding through at-bats, not giving any at-bats away, which is really key tonight. But, you know, certainly, uh, you know, welcome back, Robbie Cano. You know, he was talented, very talented player. You know, he's due for uh, one of those nights. They hit a ball out opposite field tonight or in the left center there, hitting it the other way. 
ball wasn't going anywhere. He, he really smoked it. So, um, you know, outstanding effort offensively tonight. I think, you know, where Felix was at, um, I thought, you know, just watching him the last three innings, he was out there. Um, you know, his stuff was, was much different. I think he made a little mechanical adjustment as the game went on. Seemed like the ball had a little more life on it. Uh, he was finishing. He was throwing strikes. He was locating the fastball. It was great to see. You know, we're going to need that um, from him as, as we go forward. If you see this coming from Robbie a little bit, just in terms of like the, the consistent hard contact, the quality of the at-bats, finally getting a number under his belt and feeling like the old Robbie. Yeah, I mean, the best pitchers should draw the best out of the best players, and I think that's what we saw tonight. I mean, uh, Garrett Cole's, like I said, very, very good. Uh, it's a tough at-bat. I thought our guys were really locked in tonight. I thought Robbie, you know, you know, you got to be, you're in for a dogfight when you go walk up there every, every time, and uh, you know, it was just a little bit different mentality tonight, you know, when we were in the box. Scott, that pitch that he hits out of the 93 on the outer edge and to go that way, not a lot of guys can drive it that far, can they? No, it's, it's, it's really hard to do that, and that's why he's as talented and and um, he's had the career that he's had to this point, but a uh, big, big night for him. You know, it's a lot. You know, you miss the 80 games. Uh, you know, you, you're remorseful. You feel bad. It's like the only way you can really get back into it and help is to have a game like tonight. Now you feel like, okay, I'm a part of this thing and, and go forward. And I thought he did a really nice job at first base tonight. So, um, you know, good, good ball game all the way around. You were had an extended conversation with Felix there in the dugout. What was like the emphasis to him? I just think, you know, a lot of times, you know, players go through it. For me, it was a marked difference the last three innings. And, you know, the conversation was back and forth about, you know, do you know what you did? Did you feel it? You know, the players got to have a feeling for what it was. And, you know, he had a pretty good idea. Uh, what was a difference? He just said, I was able to locate my fastball. For me, that the finish on his pitches, the extension down the mound, controlling his his his, uh, his body over the rubber longer and getting the arm out front, it was a noticeable difference, which was great. You know, he was able to locate the fastball. It wasn't like his off-speed pitch was dazzling anybody tonight, the curve or the changeup, but the location of the fastball, you know, and we saw it consistently, you know, in the low 90s tonight. Saving D calls in a game. What do you Saving the D goes on. Saving D Gordon didn't save me. I saved D. <laughs> Way more important to save D. You know, no, no question. Um, you know, yeah, I, obviously D didn't like the call. Um, I thought the ball was in or up more than anything, and just get out there in the middle of it, and then kind of went from there. So, uh, you know, it was big point in the game. The fact that D, you know, gets on base, starts the rally going. Uh, I think for the uh, the home the Cano home run, the, the Hanegrip bat really crucial. That's a tough at bat, laying off tough pitches, fouling off the curveball that's you know off the plate, but then getting the walk, you know, sets up sets up Robbie. Ben gave me. Stan has the sacrifice fly early, the six pitch walk in the fifth that helped the pitch count with Cole and the catch. It's kind of a quiet game there, but you put him in the middle of the lineup. How does that help in that spot? Well, with Denard, since he's been here, you're always going to get quality at bat, and you're putting him in the lineup, you know, behind Nelson, uh, you know, gives him a little bit more protection, and, and he swung the bat very well all the time since he's been here, but especially against Houston, the quality of bats against that that ball club over there has been outstanding. So, um, you know, just like how Denard goes about everything, been a great veteran presence in our clubhouse from day one. Our guys really respond to him, and, and watching him go about in at bat, you can learn a lot. Ben seemed to give you a little spark there, too. Yeah, nice to get Ben Gamble back, and uh, he didn't miss a beat. And he's swinging it just like he was, you know, the reports, uh, you know, we were getting out of Tacoma. So uh, I actually thought Ben looked even better tonight than, than he had earlier in the year, and the fact that I thought his timing was better. You know, he hit, smokes the ball to center field, was right on another pitch. So uh, great to see. That's what's going to take, contributions up and down that lineup. Yeah, he's okay.
Yeah, he'll be okay. You know, it's, it's the life of a closer. Uh, but uh, big milestone. I think he set the, the franchise record or tied the franchise record for saves tonight. So um, he's getting closer, and I'm getting closer to a haircut. Here are the skipper's thoughts on Felix there. Why don't we hear from Felix Hernandez after his start? Felix, was there any more significance to tonight's start or your outing or your performance? Uh, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I just go out there and try to keep close game and try to get a chance to win. And that's what I did. I mean, I had a good fastball. I wasn't a change. I wasn't there. Good curveball. I was able to put the fastball, whatever I wanted. Or, Felix, what did you do after the third? It looked like everything got a little crisper. The command, did you make an adjustment? Or? I don't know if it was an adjustment or angry or, I don't know, crying. I don't know. It just be, skipped on me. Like, I mean, the last three, I mean, you feel like the ball was coming out much better than the first three. So, so did you Maybe feel I, that? Yes, I did. Can you replicate that thing going forward? I'm, tr- I'm going to try, yeah. Probably be angry since the first inning then. Just trying to throw the ball. Did Marwin make you angry? Is that what made you angry? Probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, he got three RBIs, the four rounds. Yeah, made me angry. Felix, you haven't given up on that fastball. That's an important pitch for you. And to have that the last two outings, felt good about it last time out as well. What do you point to? I know your work's been a little bit different. I mean, I'm just like I said, like I told you before, if I have my fastball in a good spot, I mean, it make everything better. I said, I continue to do what I do, my routine when I was a reliever, like I did, and I just keep going to the bullpen with the guys. You've been throwing a little bit more, it sounds like, every day. Yeah, I've thrown in a lot of, lot of long toss and flat grounds, and I keep that routine. So you will keep part of the routine you learned as a reliever when yes. you're starting? Yes, I'm going to sit down in the bullpen, too. Have <laughs> you seen about it excited if anyone knows? What's your reaction to seeing that? I mean, I'm happy for him. I mean, I'm glad he's back, and uh, you know, he, he win the game, so that's pretty good. Are you worried you're not going to get the baseball for the strikeout tonight? I heard a story about it after they got him. He said deep throw on the stand, and then he go outside, give it, give it his hat, and wristband to the kid so he could get it back. So I got it. Back. Got I got it back. Team, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Well, I mean, he throw on the stand, so. <laughs> what does that mean to you? I mean, you, you, you've seen Pettit. You, you played when he has played. And then Jamie Moyer, you passed him last time. He was a teammate. What do these milestones mean to you? It's something personal. I mean, uh, keep making history. and Something that my son will look when he grow up and say, Felix Mendy did this. My dad did this. And I'm very happy for him. You're now in the top 40 all-time strikeouts. That's that set in? Not yet. I'm not done yet. <laughs> Did you need this start tonight? I just want to go out there and compete. That's all. Improve people that like, still can pitch. Are you proud that you were able to make some changes? I know that's hard for you sometimes to change. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, sometimes when you get a little older, you got to make some changes. There was Felix, who really pitched well against Houston, especially after the third inning. He was excellent. The Mariners get the win, 7-4, to four, and now tonight Mike Leake will get the ball. Leake has been on a great roll. And then for the Astros, first time they've gone with another starter this year. Uh, bullpen, 
essentially a bullpen day for the Astros tonight. So we'll see if the Mariners can get a series. Right now, Shannon Dreher caught up with Mel Stoudemire Jr. I thought this is really good insight, and they talk a little bit about Felix Hernandez and kind of how the routine has changed a little bit after that bullpen stint and that outing in Oakland. So that comes up right now. Shannon Dreyer in the Mariners Clubhouse catching up with Mel Stottlemyre Jr. I figured it's time to talk about a little bit of pitching, some interesting things going on. And yesterday an interesting move in that a decision was made. It's like take 10 days that will hopefully get you further in September with James Pazos. What are you looking for from the work that he puts in in Tacoma? You know, it, it definitely was a, a hard decision. And uh, if you look at when he was going so good early in the season, the action of his baseball and his fastball was much different than how it's playing now. You know, the, the concerning part was the, the baseball starting to go down. He was starting to lose a, a little feel for it. The command was had gone down. So it's, it's so hard to work with a bullpen guy during the course of the season when you're trying to get through games and to use guys multiple innings and so we just he wasn't able to get that back so we made the decision to send him back we did give him a plan it's it's going to entail a couple bullpens Mm -hmm. some videotaping sessions and some understanding of of what's going on and it's going to require you know for him to try to get to a point where he could feel those adjustments that he needs to make and it's hard to do when when you're fighting every day and if he gets back to where he was, he's a guy that you can lean on in September. And we did that early. Yeah. You know, uh, David Phelps going down and, you know, Nicasio kind of, you know, going through his struggles. Posit really stepped up, and, and we could count on him in the seventh inning, uh, you know, swing and miss stuff. And he just, he's lost that. A little prior to the All-Star break, I, I started to see some signs of some things changing. And then we use the analytics to kind of uh, guide us and, and – the, the lack of spin and the direction that his, his stuff was going and it just it kind of kept going down and he was you could see he was fighting himself so it was in his best interest in the ball club to try to what could we do to get him back to, to being that dominant guy that we leaned on and we're going to need that in September if we're going to make a push. Uh, on the other side you had somebody who's in the bullpen who's coming back to the rotation and the first thing I, I didn't have a chance to ask you about this but when it all unfolded it was pretty incredible kind of the drama of losing Paxton Felix still in the dugout <laughs> running down to the bullpen getting turned to the mound having no idea what to do you staying out there I've never seen that happen before what did you tell him when he got out there you know he had just got out in the dugout one hitter prior to Paxton taking one off the forearm and, uh, you know, I was at that time we could have chose to gone to a bullpen to get through the inning because, you know, Felix has never done it. And uh, I'm really happy that uh, we made the choice to, to take Felix out on the field and allow him to, to do his warm-ups there. I think one thing that really helped him is he definitely wasn't distracted in his warm-ups. He had to get ready a little bit quicker. I think the adrenaline got going, he got his body going, and it was probably one of the better outings in terms of like getting down the slope and staying aggressive with your stuff. One of the, you know, most certainly one of the better sinker ball games uh, and outs and action that he was getting on that pitch. And, you know, it probably took a lot of the thoughts and the thinking that goes along with being a starter uh, away. And we put him in a position where he didn't have time to think. He just had to get himself ready. 
you know, his intensity picked up much quicker. So the whole routine changed. We're going to do that again today and hope that uh, keep our fingers crossed that it works. You're not going to warm him up on the mound, but how are you going to? I noticed. I'm not. But <laughs> I've, look, I've I've thought about warming him up down, you know, down in the tunnel, huh? and just to try to try to mimic mimic that. I, I really do think there was something to be said for it, and. You know, it's you guys aren't down there all the time to see the warm-ups and, and the different routines that we've done. It's just the one thing that I know about Felix is he'll take his time down there and he'll get distracted, and he did not have that time. So uh, I, I stayed out there purposely. I just uh, I wanted I, I wanted to give him a few few words of wisdom at the end, and I told him I said, Felix, you got nothing to lose here. Uh, just go let stuff eat. And uh, I don't know if it had, had anything to do with it, but but he did did a wonderful job. We need that today. How's your work changed this week? His routine was also different as a reliever. He was going out there every day. We stayed on a reliever routine. Okay. Uh, you know, we didn't do any bullpens. We, we did. Uh, he got more uh, repetition mm-hmm. with his flat grounds. He got them every day. Mm-hmm. And it was less throws, more often. And, uh, I mean, we're going to try it. If, if it. if it works, we'll stay with it. It was fun. I watched him the day after in, uh, in Oakland. I looked down, and I don't have good eyes. I couldn't see from the press box very well, but I was like, that looks like Felix down in the bullpen still. And then I saw two big glints, and it was his diamond earrings that you couldn't see from the press box, and sure enough, he was. He's been going out there every day. I asked him a little bit about that last night, and he said, hey, it's just a different view for me. It, it is, and it is it is something different for him. And You know, he is a creature of, of habit, very and, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> So it, it, it worked for him. And, look, he hadn't had a lot of success, and he got to feel some. And, you know, yeah, we lost, we lost the game, and, uh, but he did his part, and he kept us in it, and he threw five and, I believe, two-thirds of really, really good baseball, something we'd been looking for. So he's been out into the bullpen uh, and, as you know, likes to play around, and he's loosey-goosey, and uh, I'm okay with that. Whatever is, is going to uh, be able to repeat that and, and to give us a quality outing and to keep us in some games. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 